Hey everyone, welcome to a special presentation of the Superficial Spirit. Over the next several weeks, I will be interviewing the Eliminated Queens from Canada's Drag Race Season 4, fresh out of the workroom, right to your ears. Set reminders, subscribe, leave comments, and share your favorite episodes, and of course, send love to the Queens. Here's today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Superficial Spirit. My guest today is honestly my favorite queen from Season 4, Kitten Caboodle is here. How are you, darling? I am great. Thank you. <laughs> I love your background. You got some pink ferociousness happening. It looks yeah. good. <laughs> I'm in my sewing room, so we kind of I kind of like put something up there because otherwise it's just machines behind me. <laughs> Very industrial. Yeah, not not today. We're going for the pink. We'll leave the industrial yeah. for another interview. I have to say, like I uh, I was so so happy to see you on the show, and I think. Having a queen in her 50s was so refreshing. I'm in my late 30s. And when I watch Drag Race, sometimes I don't want to get too deep too fast. But when I when I watch Drag Race, I can't help but compare the TV version of Drag Race to what it was like to be 18 in Calgary, going to the club and seeing it for the first time and how much it affected me in a positive way and having you on the show. I felt like you brought a lot of that energy to an audience that maybe have have has not and will probably not know what it was like back then for drag queen so i applaud you i think you did fantastic thank you thank you it's it's been an incredible experience and uh yeah like representing an older uh demographic of drag queen i mean it's a little bit of responsibility but at the same time i'm so glad to be able to do it and shine a light on these amazing older queens that are out there performing so many. entertaining and just um part of our drag culture yeah i mean rupaul is what's in her 60s she uh, still does yeah. the damn thing right i know and it was also like i'm thinking um even commenting on age is a little tacky and in your 50s isn't even old but in drag race world it is so yeah i'm hoping this this starts something and i'm curious for you what what the mental work was going into it and i know you said your friends are like come on just do it just do it <laughs> but like walking into the workroom and seeing all of the other queens what's going through your head how are you feeling um, well, part of me is, is, I mean, I, I always go back to like, I never realized it as much, um, what Jinx Monsoon talks about when she says imposter syndrome and yeah. uh, how she would kind of suffer from that. It's, it's so real. And I did, I felt like, oh, I'm, am I like, you know, Sesame street, one of these things doesn't belong the odd shaped block <laughs> and <laughs> The older block. <laughs> she's <wood. laughs> the brick. Uh, yeah, she's wood. <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know what? But then I realized. I think that probably by episode two or three, I realized that you know we may be different ages, but we're all people. We all have feelings, emotions. Oh and, my god! Uh, and and these are young kids making their way in the in the world and drag is what they love um just like it's what i always loved and so i have a, res a lot of respect for them and i just kind of started thinking them as you know my kids and um yeah. you know they're kids and 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 sometimes i'd sit back and watch you know them what the kids <laughs> do and just like any other interesting adult. yeah yeah <laughs> i was like okay so i i think i was like um it's christmas 
and they stuck grandma at the kids' table. <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of liquor for that, honey. Grandma needs some more whiskey. <laughs> yes. Um, one of the things I read that you snuck into your first gay club when you were 15. Mm. What and you saw drag queens for the first time. I want to know like what was the drag show that you were seeing and what would your 15-year-old self think of where you're at now? Uh well, the first show I ever saw was it was <laughs> Marty, Marty, uh Marty Gras, Marty, and she's actually Marty Pants on Instagram. And uh, she is an amazing um, icon on there. So follow her. Uh, we just reconnected because of this and because I nice. posted because of the show. Um, but she was the first show I ever saw. Uh, it was her. It was Tiggy, her best friend and Summer. And they were just amazing. And I remember uh, Marty did Why'd You Do It? Marianne Faithful, um, which is such. Do you know the song? It no. is. And now you're going to look, you're going to, yeah, I know. I'll do it. you're going to, yeah, yeah. Get your apple. Music out. Um, it's absolutely raunchy. Why'd you do it? Why'd you let that trash get a hold of your, uh, <laughs> it's, but it, at, at 15 yeah. years old, anyways, I was enamored, um, absolutely fell in love. And, um, I was like, oh, I want to do that. And, you know, I always, I always kind of identified with my Nana, who is my, mm-hmm. I just loved my, my grandmother. She was, um, just so she was like a war a british war bride and um she's very proper and like she was always polished and um put together really well and i i just idolized that and um yeah so and then of course drags i'm like you mean i can be like that too i know what What? there's other people that want to be like their nanas (laughs) I wanted to be a Spice Girl. And now I am. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I remember one of like telling those old school um drag queens I was in Calgary, and I remember one. one I'm just thinking about this when you told the story. One of the drag queens introduced. Um, her name is Terry Stevens. She's a queen in Calgary, and they Terry interviewed Stevens. Terry Stevens. So when they interviewed Terry Stevens, they're like. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh out of prison, it's Terry Stevens. And she did like cartwheels and she was wearing these big boots. It was like down, up, down, up, kick, kick. <laughs> and me and my friend were like, oh my God, she just got out of jail. Like, this is so crazy that she. <laughs> I didn't realize that they were joking. I thought she was like fresh from prison oh, into well, Twisted that, Element. Yeah. You know, there's another one that I always use. It's like, it's like so and so. She is an institution on Church Street and we're so glad the institution let her out. <laughs> Oh God, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. You yeah. need to have like life experience and confidence to be that shady. Um, uh, yeah. so how are you feeling? Like, obviously, you know, you were, you were eliminated. I'm sure that's not the reason why you came on the show, but what is it like now the day after having the um, episode air? Um, well, it, I kind of all came back to me. I mean, I, the feelings I had at the time were, I was very sad to go. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I have to say at the same time, I was really missing my partner, Jim. Mm. Um, so, you know, I knew he was going to be there waiting for me. And it, it had been weeks and weeks and weeks and um, with no contact. Um, oh, so I it was it was a mixed kind of thing. Part of me was like, oh, my God, I get to go home. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. to go home. But at the same time, I'm so unhappy to go home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I yeah. didn't I believe like. Anything I do, 
Um, I mean, the only reason I did Drag Race was because there was a little voice inside my head saying, oh, you can't do that. Um, and then there was fear. Oh, you're going to fail at that. And and part of one thing I've learned in 58 years is that if you have a fear that's stopping you from doing something, you need to confront that fear and overcome it. There you go. It's probably a message saying yeah. there's reason and you need to confront that fear and need to overcome it. Um, and the same thing with those little little voices, the little voice inside your head that says, you can't do that. You're not good enough for that. You're not, you're, you're, you don't belong with them. Um, yeah. Don't listen to that horrible little negative voice that somehow got in there when you were yay high and that's mm-hmm. stuck there and decided to play that same horrible cassette tape over and over again um don't listen to it overcome no. it yeah face it you can do it and so anyway so that uh that's what i did to get on the on the show so i didn't want to let anybody down i didn't want to let myself down by going yeah. home and i gave a hundred percent effort to stay on that show no matter how much i was missing jim yeah. Do you, um, cause I know you film it and then you go home and then you just have to think about it like every day yep. until they announce the cast until it's on TV. Let it all stew and not say a word to anybody. Not say a word to anybody. And like, except of course, I, I, fortunately I had Jim under my thing. Yes, so it, thank you know, God. Like huge help. Can so. you imagine going home and like living on your how own? Could you not? <laughs> how could you not? Like, how could you not tell your partner everything? Oh that would be so shady. I want to know if any of the queens have done that. Like, no, I'm not telling you. You can watch the show, honey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, okay, so you you go through the mental gymnastics of, like, prepping yourself. And I love what you said about don't listen to the those voices. I mean, Rue Paul says it all the time, the inner saboteur. I and mean, this is a big part yeah, of self-help yeah. and spirituality. And it's an important message, but always... Easy to hear, hard to put into practice. Because if you're scared of something, you're like, ah, I don't want to. Um, but the mm, other thing really is, hard. it never really ends. Hard. Yeah, like now that you've done the show, what's next? You know, what is that voice telling you you can't be a part of now? Because you're a star yeah. in the drag scene, in the club scene, and then you come on Drag Race, and it's like, wow, I did that. But that's not the end. That's not <laughs> the end. You know. So what what do you envision moving forward? Well, I wanted to do more comedy and work with some um, other really funny queens that I've met. And uh, I would like to do more TV. I really had a great experience. being, And I loved just like seeing how everything works behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Uh, I was I, I, I loved it. I loved the whole experience. I, I mean, sometimes it was late you know, it was late hours or early hours or, I mean, it's television. So it's hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. But, um, but it was such a great experience and I would do it in a heartbeat. And um, I started watching traders because of fierce. (gasps) And now I, I, so I'm not, (laughs) we never watched traders. So, oh my God, we got so addicted because of this. (laughs) Traders added that fierce on it. Yeah. I've watched, we've watched every single franchise of it now. Yeah. <laughs> Kitten, Kitten's done. dropping the bomb. So Crave, if you're listening, we need to get her on Trader. <laughs> but you know, the interesting thing about Canadian reality TV is when you get into that, that network, what I've noticed is like Celebrity Big Brother, Traders, like it kind of opens this door of new opportunities for you to 
continue yeah. going down being like a TV personality in Canada. Priyanka's done a good job of that. Brooke obviously oh. is hosting the show, but yeah, yeah I, I'm like you. I want to know what is going on behind the scenes at all times. Mm-hmm. And some of the queens that I know have told me candidly about some of the secrets. I know we can't talk about it on the podcast, but like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like you. I'm like, I want to know like what's happening backstage. Where does Brooke go? Like, where are you in the confessionals? Like that stuff is so interesting to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, it was, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's interesting how they put it all together because it's, it's reality TV. So there's a lot of, uh, just us talking and, but I mean, it has to be directed at the same time or yeah. it's going to be pretty boring, right? Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Just sit there. Like if, it's, have to if it's just a competition to get your makeup on to, for the runway, and there's yeah. nothing else involved, then people are just going to be focused on that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot that goes into it. I know my friend filmed a reality yeah. show for VH1. It didn't get picked up, but they were, um, they would have like the you know, going out for dinner scenes, and they would hold up the cue cards, like ask about yeah. this, ask about that. So, um, yeah. it's a, it's a wild, um, but human is it experience. Scripted? No, like it's not scripted. It's not scripted like it's no, like it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we just have to um, give them lots of stuff to use. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was telling um, Amy before we got on the call. Oh, Amy, I name dropped. I'll edit that out. But I, I only have 15 minutes with you today, but I would love if you're open to it to like talk a little bit more because I think you're so interesting. Um, I want to hear more about what you're thinking for the future. And um, I want to ask if there's anybody listening to the show or anybody who watches the show that's maybe like, you know, over 35, over 40, and they see you and they're having those voices saying mm. you can't whether or not it's going on drag race it could be something i was going for a promotion getting out into the dating scene getting yeah. sober, like whatever yeah. what what advice would you give them for those folks um i would say that you need to do it but the other thing to remember is you know part of me i did it because i'm delusional <laughs> yes <laughs> but i say that in the sense that the happiest people are the ones who believe their own delusion. And is it delusion? If you believe something for yourself, no, no. Other people might say, Oh, that's delusional. Well, that's okay. If I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah. So just, just, it's really hard to do. Um, Take one step in front of the other, you know what I mean? But don't just don't let it stop you from taking those steps. Yeah. Don't let it like and don't don't throw in the towel because you feel it's useless. Or you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of get let that go. Keep going one step at a time. Yeah. Kitten, thank you so much for being here. I hope the rest of your press day is fabulous and glamorous and eat it up. You're a big star now, so live a good life. And um, we'll on, on, in Canada, soon. we call it on the Z list. No, Z, Z list. Oh. <laughs> we called him Canada. Lord, Edward, don't list. tell Brock. We're below don't the death list. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Well, whatever. At least you're on the damn list. No, uh, we're, on, we're on a list. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.